there and happy holidays <laughs> everybody it is officially the start of the holiday season because christmas is about a month away oh isn't that crazy a lot of white t-shirts time flies we're playing white tees it's Corey christmas time but are you guys excited for christmas yeah it's actually my favorite holiday of the entire holidays out there really mm-hmm. what's your big plan over Christmas break, uh, I think I'm going to my girlfriend's house. Nice. Uh, well, we just got back from Geneva, which that was my first time home in probably a year. For Thanksgiving, we we're down there with my family, so we've been doing the old alternate holiday yep. stuff. So, yeah, I'll be I'll be in Minnesota still for that. Nice. Heck yeah, winter wonderland up here. You Americans are interesting though, because you guys have Thanksgiving. And do some of you guys like Thanksgiving more than Christmas? Because I heard that it's a bigger deal, which is odd. Thanksgiving's really sweet. Because in Canada, it's not like that. I feel like there's a lot more work for Christmas, like the Christmas (laughs) meal, getting all the presents and decorations and all that, rather than just make a turkey over Thanksgiving, sit down and chill. I think the uh, significance of American Thanksgiving and why it's so hyped is because it is so close to Christmas. So, like... When you say happy holidays, it literally starts American Thanksgiving and it goes throughout this whole month with all the different holidays through leading up leading up to yeah. the new year. Yeah, it's kind of it's crazy that you guys get treated to this month long of holidays where us Canadians <laughs> are Christmas is like the thing. It's the only big thing to really look forward to because our Thanksgiving is in October and it's mm-hmm. way smaller and it's not it's only a dinner. It's not like a I mean, it's a family gathering, but it's not what you guys yeah it's like there's people flying from all over the country to come for the whole weekend and no they have all the special football games going on and all that kind of stuff because christmas is the only thing that is a must like the standard that you were like you're going to spend christmas with your family thanksgiving this past year i missed our thanksgiving was not a big deal yeah it was just a little lunch thanksgiving lunch so do you think Canadian Thanksgiving or Easter is more important? Oh, I think uh, Easter is pretty kind big. Of a good, Easter is good pretty time big. for people to get together too. I think, um, in terms of the weight of the holiday with the way like we treat it, I think they're very they're similar. similar. Very, they're very, very similar. similar. Yeah, good dinner with some family that's close by, and then get the Monday off or whatever, and it's good for us. So. But yeah, you guys are, you guys are always on another level. This is like the best time of, one of the best times of Black year. Friday. Yeah, just because of like Thanksgiving that just happened, and then leading up now we have a full month to lead into Christmas, and like the month the end of November, and the first few weeks of December are just like they're busy and chaotic, but it's like super fun because you know you get yeah. the holiday spirit going. Everyone's celebrating different <laughs> holidays around. Everything just comes into december and it's just like here we go it's go time christmas trees are uh at least in my family are post thanksgiving i don't know some people already have them up i got relatives that already put their christmas trees up up. mine's after usually yeah i gotta dig it up from our uh storage unit that we have in our apartment it is fun putting that christmas tree up though i love it i want to go get a real one this year oh that might lead to a mess i know by uh january real ones smell good though i I want to take care of it you know Water it. Go find a little one. <laughs> Water it. Me and my little tree. You guys uh, 
Did you ever do that growing up, Cut? I feel like out of anyone here, you'd be the family that would go out and cut your own tree down. No, we don't. We just buy one that's already cut. We've usually. done that a decent You've done amount that? of times. I did it too. Oh, okay. I've stood mistaken. My family mistaken. loves the real ones. Yep. Usually, I would say more years we got one from a parking lot that was yeah. already cut. Yeah. But there were a few times we'd actually go cut it nice. down. Nice. That's I always way more to do fun. That. That's really fun, actually. When you're Never. like, I mean, I was probably like six or seven, but like when you're helping your dad chop it down with the saw, yeah. you feel pretty cool. It is a little <laughs> easier for uh, us in this area, too, rather than uh, Florida. At Christmas in the desert. <laughs> yeah. Got a True. cactus. We had, a <laughs> we had three trees in my house growing up. We'd have like a living room Christmas tree a family room christmas tree and then i think one in the basement too they weren't all they weren't all real but i remember we like we had like a three tree location throughout the house i can see your mom decorating pretty strongly yeah how many did you have just one one tree but we have like things up around the house yeah Yeah, and then stockings would go up like december one oh yeah like that week and then my dad would have to put up the lights he hated putting up the lights on the roof he hated. <laughs> he was Mr. Griswold. Uh. <laughs> he hated it so much. That was my dad hates that. My dad hates <laughs> my putting dad up hates Christmas lights because he's like, suck. "Spring's gonna come, and we have to take all these down." And like, yeah, it's, I feel like that's a pretty common thing. Your lights, anyways. <laughs> yeah, when we were true. He's got neighbors. Do you? I have no a couple idea. Couple miles apart. Oh, yeah. He's I mean, not. He's not out in the boonies. My neighborhood, like my growing up neighborhood, there were, every house had lights. Yeah. Same. Suburbia. Dude. Go ahead, Cuddy. A big thing for us, my mom loves to put, like, staple wreaths up on our fence posts, like, Mm -hmm. leading into the driveway. Those are always always classy. Yeah, Yeah, they always had, in my neighborhood specifically, there was an older couple that would go around and sell. It was, like, you know, it was, like, brown paper bags that you go to lunch with. They would sell those that were, like, filled with sand and candles, and you, like, line basically your driveway. So, like, all the way down our neighborhood street, you could see like these brown bags like lit up with candles mm. that's kind of cool it's a good way to get the neighborhood excited for the holidays yeah. you know neighbors don't talk to each other as much in the winter time when it's cold out everyone's inside a little bit more i did i always had to go and shovel my neighbor's <laughs> driveways that was like my unwritten duty as a kid yeah anytime it's kind of funny on like a saturday morning when there's a bunch of snow all the dads are out on their snow blowers in the driveways yeah yeah <laughs> That's still my job every time I come home for the holidays is Levi, get out there and shovel. Make sure no one slips on their way in. <laughs> you praying for uh, a late snowfall? Yeah. Well, usually my luck, I'll shovel it the day before, and then it'll snow yeah, the morning of, and then classic. I have to go back out and shovel again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Geneva always treated treated the winters uh, pretty well down there. Not much snow. It is the reason mild. why I appreciate where i live now so much more because i don't have to start my car 20 minutes before i go anywhere and i definitely don't need to own a shovel yeah i park outside it's good exercise to get out there and shovel get some fresh air don't mind it actually you know you truly Play start to you truly start your morning with some adversity when you're walking out there got to go about 20 minutes earlier out to the parking lot scrape it off yeah get the uh defrost on <laughs> sit there in your car just doing the classic dude i had it's the worst out. okay worst car in college for uh especially in superior i had that jeep two-door jeep that had plastic windows dude that was the absolute worst winter vehicle <laughs> and the roof the roof was like it was basically 
canvas i think it was like really yeah. it was like it was heavy really like, like duty tarp. you zip tarp. it up <laughs> zip it up dude that thing was the worst in the winter the fun, absolute worst fun summer rig though yeah driving around the lake it's got it's it's good but it has a lot of bad to it also <laughs> that was the one thing i appreciated about my durango that thing could bury through the snow oh, yeah <laughs> nothing was stopping it yeah just didn't turn on <laughs> winter Winter's fun, and hope, like we said, hope everyone had a great American Thanksgiving, and uh, hope you get in the holiday spirit just like us. Because are we gonna deck out the office this year? I don't think Lawson wants to. I don't want to. That was the worst. One of the worst ideas we did last year probably was putting this place into a winter wonderland. There's still tinsel stuck on I think the it wall. Was fun. Is it really? Yeah, there's a few little pieces. It was fun. It was still so Elfie. It was annoying. I hated. The amount of things that were hanging down from the roof, my door was covered, and and uh, this door was covered in uh, wrapping paper. It was just made everything so much messier feeling too. Like you guys had tinsel on your desks, but it was falling off and hanging off. It looked like a and it wasn't like we just like spent a, spent some time and just took it all down. We just kind of let it fall on the <laughs> floor and we just like move it to the yeah. side, and then one day just maybe yeah, coming back after Christmas <laughs> and we see all this. Right? <laughs> Honestly, what a mistake. I felt like the finished product, and we after we put it all up, it was kind of underwhelming. It really didn't look yeah. that decorated in here. <laughs> well, we went to the dollar store and just spent like ten bucks on a bunch <laughs> yeah. of stuff, thinking we would be able to cover every wall yeah. with something. Maybe we'll get a little tree and a wreath. Yeah, we could put a wreath cool. on the door. Maybe some. We got yeah. a bunch of cardboard boxes. We can wrap those up and make them like dummy presents. Mm. But we will be doing a secret Santa here. Yeah, like we did last we'll year. We'll still celebrate. We just. You know, just don't want to decorate. I hope I get frizz for Secret Santa because I've had this idea because I saw it uh, at a store and I know you would love it because you've like low key mentioned it for like the past three years. Wow, three that's years. very intriguing. Wow. I don't think I'd be able to think of what it would be. You, I don't think you'd be able to like. Oh. This is a, a very thought out right, present. Gotta rig this. So if you don't get frizz, you're gonna be looking for some trades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be whispering in some ears. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw this thing on the shelf, and I instantly thought of Frizz, and I know he would love it. I'm not getting – I'm not nearly going as hard as last year. I got Dave a cool present, and I don't think he ever used it. True. What, what was, was it? it? Yeah. The skydiving thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Had a little Maybe coupon. I'll go into his desk and take it from him, and I'll go use it. I mean, I might just use well, it. I have it with? still in my email. <laughs> yeah, you should. I just go and say Merry Christmas from 2022, <laughs> Dave. Just re-gift him with the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I never used what Yelly got me. I don't think Yelly used what I got him. So <laughs> the basketball hoop. Yeah, yeah no one touched. Wait, that. so you got me the basketball hoop? That didn't last too long. I got you the lava lamp, which I don't know where you put it because it used to be just on the ground beside your desk, like out of sight. I think it got tossed. It's gone, garbage. Yeah, threw that away. The lava Damn. lamp. Uh, <laughs> I think this year I we need to remember what I got. We need to dial in our secret Santas either. for useful things. Yeah, it's got to be useful. No I junk. agree. I think I got Cuddy, maybe. Maybe I just got Yeah, you got a me a bunch of, of snacks. You got me some pop, I think. Yeah. I think you got some, him, like, you picked stuff from that was given to us. What we got? No, that was one of my pranks. Oh. I always throw a prank in my secret Santa. That's my thing. Who, I think Cuddy had me. He gave me, like, Reese's yeah. and a cup or something. <laughs> Honestly, but I don't remember. I think uh, this year, when we do it, we got to get things that, like, you can actually use, maybe not at the office even, just because we don't need more things in here. Should yeah. we enter dad mode? Yeah. I'm actually, like, the gift that I have in mind, <laughs> dude, like, Frizz can 
whole, have a whole TikTok series with this. That's how freaking. The heck is this thing? <laughs> wow. We're rigging it. It's a lava lamp. No. It may have something to do cheese with food, grater. but it may not have anything to do with food. Hmm. Well, don't spoil it. No, well, this year will be fun. We'll have, a, we'll have a good one. It'll be good. But yeah, we just got, got back from the beach. Mm hmm. Which, uh, which is a nice little pre-holiday trip before everyone heads before everyone headed off to uh, Thanksgiving travels and stuff. But it was a nice little relaxing vacation. Mm. Just got to enjoy it for a couple nights. It's always fun to go down to Florida. Florida. Yeah, that was a place I've never been to before. Yeah, that was a really nice beach. We were clear water. Just we really appreciated the sand. That was some very nice sand. Very nice. I would say that's better than Fort Lauderdale's beach. The Gulf side's way better. Yeah. I would have to agree. Mm -hmm. Cleaner. Better. And, uh, yeah, it was just nice to to go enjoy each other for a few days and not really have many worries. And, I mean, there might be a secret to why we went there, but we can't talk about it right now. Um, So we did treat it like a good vacation. He said no worries, but the biggest worry was because Frizz planned all of our lo- logistics for this one. So see, see, f- for clarification, for context, worried. too, I flew back earlier because I had my aunt's 60th birthday party uh, Sunday night. Um, so I got back at, like, I left the hotel at, like, 7. These guys didn't leave until whenever. Yeah. So we, I don't really know what the whole – I know that Frizz booked everything for you four. Um but yeah, so I wasn't really worried because I knew I had my stuff handled, but mm-hmm. I don't know, I think I missed yeah, something. Do you fly out of Tampa or Clearwater? Tampa. See, I was a little concerned on Friday morning. Um, I literally texted Frizz uh, like outside of the group chat, and I asked him, like, hey, do you have her boarding passes? Because like, you mm-hmm. didn't send anything like Thursday night, and her flight was Friday morning. So I texted you off to the side like, do you have because Will usually he's he's on top of his stuff. He sends us our boarding passes. We log it into our Apple Wallet. We're good, golden. <laughs> Will's my, on it. My kids are screwed when I take them on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be that airport dad. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> but um, but Frizz um, but but Frizz didn't send us our boarding passes. So I was really concerned Friday morning. And I mean, he got us there, I guess. No, I had to. I had to keep. Th- remembering that it was frizz because i'm like oh yeah will always emails it and he knows how to send it in the form that in you the put wallet it in the wallet and then i'm like oh yeah i gotta pull up my wallet for my boarding pass i'm like it's not in my wallet i'm like oh yeah frizz booked her flights he screenshotted it i just have a photo now and they so come like, <laughs> and they come in a clump so there's five yeah. photos in there and you just gotta scroll and yeah find will it will <laughs> will send it to you individually like yep. lawson here it is yelly here it is and frizz just sent five photos in a clump <laughs> in the group chat i don't even think with any context no, maybe no. just like it was the morning too before we kind of like shovel this here you guys go here's your yeah. boarding passes um so which, that was kind of still yeah, works. Maybe, it still works. It maybe still works. Will likes to baby them a little bit. I'll still make them work. Yeah. I just I just take pride in my logistics role. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like I even felt like Thursday like because I feel like we usually have a nice game plan of like the travel day the, at least the day before like we'll like whatever loss and we'll discuss like X Y Z as we're going. I feel like there was hardly any of that talk on Thursday of like yeah we're meeting at the airport at this time. I don't know, but. 
you guys all figured it out. It's getting different together. too. We're changing a little bit. Like we don't always all travel together to the airport because sometimes it makes more sense for me to just meet everyone at the airport Friday morning. It meant more sense to ride with you guys. Yeah. It's just always different. I that was funny though. When I pulled up, I was like, ah, oh, these guys aren't down here yet. But that's you, what you were you thinking. Were, well, I saw a car and it was like, 655 and we were leaving at 7 and I saw the Uber waiting there so I was just sitting in the car waiting and I texted like Uber's down here and then you guys texted you're in the car but that tint on the windows where it's actually <laughs> so dark uh-huh. that I like actually popped my head in the car because I didn't want to just yeah. get in this random person's vehicle when uh, when we landed it was funny too because that was when we were picking up the rental car Frizz goes why did you went past the place to go into it you went down the escalator uh, I was on my phone, so I'm like, I look around. Everyone's gone. I didn't see where anyone went. All of a sudden, Frizz is coming back up the escalator towards me. It took him like five minutes maybe. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, where are you going? It's like, oh, I went I went the wrong way to go get the car. And then Cuddy comes back up and follows you up there. Um, how, yeah. was, how was that conversation getting the rental car with Frizz, Cuddy? Um, it was just typical, you know. Yeah. Just he was missing something that he needed, and it just was took a little extra time. was not my fault, though. That I needed, uh, first of all, what Lawson was talking about, I was, like, reading all the signs to go to our rental place, but I just, I read past the sign to go to the office, so Mm -hmm. I went all the way to, like, the actual car pickup. Some places you can just get the car in the garage and check in. It didn't help either that the employees that we were working with, they were, like, there was no one there because they were, like, sold out of cars or whatever, so (laughs) the only way you could get one is if you made a reservation, which Frizz did. There you go, Frizz. Yeah, and I needed uh, insurance confirmation, and I just never got that emailed to me. So then I had to wait for Expedia to send it to me, and then then, uh, there's two people working on this thing with my phone, and then they asked how to spell my name, and I told them how to spell it, and then they're like, waiting waiting looking like we can't find it you don't have the reservation and then the one guy's like hey they're like a family so he's like he like hits her on the wrist hey you spelled his name wrong <laughs> it's this way yeah and they were like goofing around with each other there was two women sitting like off fighting the side, over the like phone watching tiktok and then he the guy that we were working with would like call him videos. over him and then he would figure it out and he would be like no i got it i got it Go back <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. funny they were like yeah we were laughing cuddy me and will we were standing by the curb this is after Frizz went all the way down to the car to see if, like, he can just hop in one and drive away. We were sitting down there. It was just us three. We didn't know where Lawson was because he obviously said he was on his phone, probably followed the the herd instead of following us. So we didn't know where Lawson was. Frizz went back upstairs, and it was us three standing down there, and we didn't know what was going on. We were just like, well, here's the the supply chain management guys is sitting here where we need to be. We don't know where <laughs> the, the marketing, the marketing guys, guys, guys are. The travel oh, schedule. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. We were like, where's the exercise science and the marketer? Yeah. <laughs> the, the travel planners are down here. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did pick up a nice brand new vehicle, which is refreshing. Cherry red. It's too new. It's too, it's new. too new for us. It's too new. I, uh, you should have had, had me with a, be the driver. Too, because many, too many beeps. I've logged many miles behind those uh automatic cars that ones? keep you in the lanes yeah yeah it's the probably the newest car i've driven and it had like all the high-tech driving assisted stuff so that was a lot of fun it took a little bit to get used to i feel like your goal was to prove to us that you didn't need your hands on the wheel to drive yeah i wanted <laughs> to keep showing them hey guys look and i'd have sit back and then it would start to veer off a little bit too much then i'd have to put my hands on the wheel again <laughs> but there is 
there's three times when Frizz is driving the rental car that I near got thrown into the windshield because he hit the brake so hard. And you know, one time it was just me and I was looking, I'm like, I'm on my phone almost the whole time. So it scares the crap out of me when he slams yeah. on the brakes and my heart rate jumps up. I'm like, oh my goodness, did we almost beep, 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 beep. hit something? Yeah, beep, 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 and then boom, and then I'm like, get chucked to the front. He just, that happened three times. So That's something I gotta say about, about Frizz. <clears throat> when Frizz is driving, you know, normally like there's us four that were sitting, Will was in the shotgun, no, Cuddy was shotgun, and then us three were in the back. Usually like let's say Cuddy's like, hey, look at that guy on the beach over there. Usually it's just the guys that aren't driving turn their heads and look. But Frizz being the driver, he also turns his head and looks at what it is. <laughs> yeah. Look like at that cop perfect car. Perfect example, the cop car. And not, not often do you see your driver looking through his rear view mirror with his <laughs> own head. Yeah, luckily that car did help have a lot. Basically the car was giving me an extra person watching out for me, so it definitely helped. Yeah. Might have to purchase one of those soon. Get your Tesla. Yeah, one day, Dad. <laughs> and then I think to top it off, you uh, booked their car rental return to yeah, the wrong airport my logistics, that we weren't even flying out of. My logistics was almost, almost perfect until it hit me that we were flying out of Clearwater instead of Tampa. Just from the way, like, sheer prices and times were, it just made sense to go to Clearwater. And... It was, wasn't until a day in, like Saturday, when I realized that the car was going to a wrong, the wrong airport. And then, of course, with this rental car company, I look it up. I'm like, yes, they actually have a rental car, the same one in Clearwater. But nope, the Tampa location does not let you drop cars off at the Clearwater one, so you have to go take it back. So drove all the way. Well, we hung out in Tampa for a while and then drove all the way back and caught an uber luckily it wasn't too big of a deal actually it was a little bit of a walk we had to walk pretty far once we dropped that car off but mm -hmm. that's how we do it and I, I guess to summarize guys are we gonna let frizz book the logistics again and i know i would vote for i would let him do it again i, I did, did get us a nasty hotel he did do price. that yes i and overall you got the job done there wasn't anything huge so and you're only going to get better every time. Yeah. Too. So what? It was Chicago and this that first took the reins. Yeah. yeah. We haven't seen <coughs> Chicago yet. Right? No, the last Chicago. Oh, the other Chicago. Oh. I don't know how that one. I would was say either. Will's varsity. He's the varsity player. Seven o'clock player. Starting QB, um, and then Frizz is the, the JV runt that's trying to make <laughs> the team. Gets the job done when when duty needs to be called on. Mm -hmm. He's just up. But give him, give him. He's he's a sophomore. Get him a two years till he's a senior. Then he'll be that starting varsity player. You did good though, Frizz. I I was impressed. Thank good you job. for nice. handling all that stuff. Good work. Thank you. Way to go. And you know, with your classic uh, horseshoe, you, they gave us an upgrade in the room, which was nice. Oh yeah. You felt bad for us for being no, so the guy far just, away. Yeah, he just like you guys are a long way from home. I'll give you an upgrade. <laughs> It's not, you know, it's not peak season in Florida for travelers, so mm -hmm. sure they had some empty rooms. They're just trying to get pe returning customers. Yeah. yeah. I'd stay there again. Yeah. It was a very nice spot. Yeah. I love those places where you can look out on the beach mm -hmm. and having the, like, kitchen at, or kind of basically half kitchen, would you call that? Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Two bathrooms is nice when we have five guys in a mm -hmm. suite, too. Yeah. It's important. 
That was one of the nicer rooms. I think, I mean, you guys said that you stayed in a nicer one. Um, I wasn't on that trip, but for me personally, that was the nicest room that that I've stayed in with THG. No way. Uh-huh. Really? You mean just like as a group? As a group. Not as a group. like a sheer one individual room, but just like a nice area. Mm. And I was going to say, because in New York uh, City the first time was like, well, that one was crazy. I guess that was a nice place, but. <laughs> I don't know. I enjoyed the the. I the always room enjoy when we're always in one one air, like one room, mm-hmm. which yeah. is nice. No, that's helpful. That's good. Yeah, it was a good trip. Nice little. I can get a little little tan on me. I got burnt. I, I did on get a Sunday. Sunburn. Sunday finally got to hit our full beach day, and yeah, Will, you didn't. Uh, you weren't a part of this workout, but we every t- <laughs> <laughs> every time we. Uh, or Lawson basically created two main ones, and by the like, the third rep or third set or whatever, we realized we overdid it. Yeah, we overdid were, it. It was hard. We makeshift a really solid workout. Yeah, guys, I, I put them through a workout. Almost made Cuddy puke. I wouldn't say puke, but pass out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that was hot and uncomfortable. Cuddy said if we would have done th- three more rounds of this exercise that we were doing, he would have just <laughs> face planted and. Got just engulfed by the sand. Yep. Just uh, bury me right there. Yeah. <laughs> Cover me in sand. It's too bad. You know, we d- we're not really athletes. We should. Uh, That's a, that looked like an athletic workout. We're not really athletes. Yeah. We're we're gonna make a. Uh, I think we got to make a THG beach workout thing where here's a list of the beach workouts that we've done on on the beach because those yeah. would be two good ones that the first I think people would like one, to do. The Saturday one was definitely fine. Yeah, like this one, that. this one, the sand where we were was out front of this like brand new, I think it was like a brand new condo thing. So people weren't even in it. So the sand there was all pristine. Yeah, it was And literally it was probably on. like seven to eight inches of just soft sand. So Yelly said it was perfectly. After we'd run in the same area, it looked like a derby race yeah. of all the tracks just pushed so far into the sand. We just tore it up. Yeah, we were doing freaking broad jumps in in that sand. <laughs> we even had a guy cheering us on. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that was at the point when we were like as close to passing out because oh, yeah, they were the cheering us on and none of us acknowledged them. Maybe Frizz did, but I was hurting. My calves were still sore from yeah. the sand. Yeah, I mean, it's Sounds like we need to get a little more athletic. More cardio. Yeah. Every minute on the minute. We need to start doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. E-moms. No more Wednesday rest days. We need to do a cardio bump. But cool. That's enough about us. Yep. Good trip. Are you looking to stay up to date in the hockey world? Here's some never-before-told stories about our hockey days or want to learn a few things about the game and its history? Well, we have just what you were looking for in our exclusive Hockey Talk segment. Introducing THG Hockey Talk. Come hang out and get to know us even more in this special community. You'll even get to ask us questions you've been dying to find out about us, and we will answer each week. And guess what? If you join this community by December 10th, you'll receive a personalized Christmas card from the boys. Happy holidays. But one thing that was kind of fun was uh, Saturday night when we got back to the hotel. It was was like 1 a.m., and the Las Vegas Grand Prix was just starting. And none of us are like diehard F1 fans, but it's super interesting to like watch the full 30 minutes leading up to the race when they're interviewing celebrities. And mm-hmm. I don't know I was my eyes were so heavy, and I was just like yeah, kind of watching. But it was cool to see. I forget what that guy's name is who walks around the strip. He's pretty famous. Yeah, he's the face. 
Well, I guess it's like uh, a weekly thing he does is walk around and we got to see interviews from Shaq, Gordon Ramsay, yeah. um, Tiesto. There was more that I bunch of own, the like owners of those like cars, yeah, or whatever the Formula One cars. Did you you guys all saw the Netflix show, right? So you have like some sort of I watched like a season. It. See, I watched it at least two. I think there was like three seasons. Maybe it comes out. Every, yeah, there was a yeah. I've seen more. I've seen more than one, so it gives you a little more uh, background into those guys' lives and lifestyles and what these, like, races are all about. So it's pretty cool. Uh, are they all small people, like the derby racers or the drivers? Yeah. I think so. Some. I don't think, like, when they stand on the podium, they all look kind of tall. Verstappen looks right. pretty tall. And that science guy. Lando Norris will be pretty small, but I think uh, he got da- rocked. Ricardo will be, I think he's tall. There's got yeah. There's some. There's so a. They mix. don't have like a standard like. I don't think no, so. I don't think so. Yeah. But you would you would honestly maybe think that if the car is gonna make a difference, if it could be an extra twenty pounds, which, you know, when it comes to those guys, that, who knows if that could make a difference of a second, which would matter for them. But, yeah, I was the first time I actually really watched something like that of F1 on TV, and I thought it was really cool. It was it surprised me how just the way that the f1 drivers went through the pre-race stuff compared to other sports mm-hmm. where they're just hanging out on the track tracks filled with people they're it's talking called, to people I think the word is the, it's the grid the grid that's like the pre because the grid is where they line up yeah for their, i want to say pole position i know that's what it's called in nascar i don't know but the grid and as cuddy mentioned they start from zero so they're little spots that they're lined up through time trials is their grid position yeah. and then there's just this huge party on the grid leads up to like five minutes before the race uh-huh. which is so unnormal yeah. for most sports that you're not you're not having a party right they actually before. show that in the show i think where it's it's crazy and then they have the like Count. the timeline yeah. of everything to explain it to people who don't know what f1 is yeah. and then it's like t minus four minutes till the start clear the track it's like so quick. I would say that the the starting, um, like when the racers are in their cars, they're in their positions, and they have like that little countdown. That uh, the starting line for F one is like, um, the anticipation for that is like there's not many others like NASCAR, for instance. Like I don't know, I feel like the F one starting line, it's just like a lot more hype when they're like mm-hmm. in their cars. It's like a horse race. Yeah, where it's they all like start from zero. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, just uh, wait for the yeah, because in NASCAR light. they have a lap before they, they even yeah. start. Yeah, they have then a they pace start. Lap. They have pace lap, yeah. Then once they hit the starting line, they they're going at full speed already. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, the F one, like, I mean, obviously when you watch just like that, what you were describing, Will and Lawson, just like the the grid, like the pre race, like there is days of like preparation that goes into that stuff and. It's just uh, crazy that for F1, a lot of the uh, the attention for the race is like show. It's like all a big show in a sense. But those drivers, man, like the stuff that they do for like training, preparation, and everything, it's like no different than like an NHL player or like an NFL player. Like they got some crazy like reflex training that they do. Yeah, and you have to be be able to handle heat. Um, those guys are like top shape they race in the rain too yeah like, there's nothing that yeah. really stops them and there was some issues i guess in vegas too i did some did some reading on it yesterday and uh 
So obviously Vegas is a huge spectacle and it took them 10 years of bids to get F1 to agree to this, but they haven't raced there since the eighties, early eighties in Vegas. Yeah. They haven't had an F1 race since 80 ever here, 81, 82 season. Hmm. And it took the city of Vegas and everyone, I think whoever else invests into it, 10 years. And they actually had to put about half a billion dollars into it to put it together, which is the track. Um, and then they invested and bought land so they can have those. Yeah. What are the stations called where the, not like the pits, but like the team station. I don't know what those are called. I would say, yeah, pit so would be the garage. best description for it. Garages. So those are all permanent now because F1 oh. owns the land. Wow. Which is another like $200 million. So they want it to come back, it's obviously. It's going to be a continuous track then for them. But like the money that goes into it. And it was, they had 100,000 fans a day. Um, and I think for like the, I don't know what the paddock is, but I think that's the main spot where you can see most things is 5K a day oh. for a ticket. Wow. And people were a little unhappy because on, when would this have been? Probably would have been Thursday or Friday night when they do the qualifiers or whatever. Something happened with like a water valve that came up and Carlos Sainz's car got messed up. Hmm. And so when you think about it, how we, we said we the race started at 1 a.m. Eastern time. So that means it started at 10, 10 p.m. Vegas time. But for these time trials... It started the same thing, like 10 p.m., and then there was about a two-and-a-half-hour delay because of that uh, track issue or whatever, and they like made fans leave. So these people paid and got to watch nine minutes of action. Wow. And then that happened, and then there was delay, and they didn't start up the trials until 2.30 a.m. Vegas time. So the Jeez. racers were literally tired doing their time trials at middle of the night. I thought something that was re always really cool to see is just the sphere just looked like it was right on top of the track. And that was, yeah. that was always cool in videos. So what other tracks are there in the U S there's one down in Miami. Is Austin. that it? Austin. So there's three now with Vegas. I think so. I don't know. Wait, what, did, where did they race in Chicago? Didn't they do a race in Chicago? It wasn't F1, but yes, there was a race through the streets of Chicago. Maybe it was F1. I Maybe think it was, it was a different a league. Level. Yeah, I think it was a different league. That would league. have been cool. Yeah, I, th I thought it was really interesting when you sent the what Verstappen said after he won, how 99% of it was just this show, yeah, and happy. the drivers were just really upset. Like, what do you think was the show part versus, like, every other race, like a Miami one or even in Europe, you know? Because isn't it kind of always like that? Yeah, yeah from, what I, from what I remember him saying was, like, they spent – more money on the show and the spectacle and bringing famous people there and all the concerts and everything but they he was basically accusing them of saying or accusing them of not putting as much time and effort and money into the track so Makes he's like sense. he like compared it to monaco which is th like the biggest one i guess yeah and he's like that's a racing track or something i'm not quoting him because i don't know exactly what he said but that's like a real racing track we're here it was a show, and they just drove on this average racetrack, I guess. Yeah. No, that makes sense. There's, like, no excuse for that water valve to break on someone's car or something. And he know, and you know, like, everybody there in the Vegas one, like like he said, don't they don't care about the sport that much. It's more, I'm in L.A., I'm in Vegas. Can I come to this event to, you know, because it's cool. 
in the u.s but mm-hmm. who really cares about the whole entire race itself yeah i think i fell asleep in the first lap yeah, does anyone know <laughs> who won Verstappen. Yeah. he did win oh okay so he's but also not salty he's just salty i think he's just kind of a See, I I don't know enough about F one to call passionate. him call him the villain of F one, but I think he's like very outspoken about things he doesn't Probably. like. But he just wins every time, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but I saw too the uh, that you know how the hotel prices were so high in yeah. Vegas that they were eighteen dollars a night on the on the day before because they jacked them up to nine hundred six hundred, thinking that everyone was booking rooms for this event, and then when the time came they were empty and wow. selling 18 dollar rooms to people yeah i saw grandstand tickets went down like they were down like 60 percent from the original price too yeah well, me and lawson were talking about yesterday like that vegas airport on sunday must have just been a zoo because it already is crazy but with that many people going there for one event oh, couldn't imagine what that would have been like it's not that big of an airport. I think they'll do a good job at the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm sure they did a good job with this. I, I'm not a racer. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what it was like. But yeah. Super Bowl, at least they have the uh, the venue already built. And yeah, I think that's probably the issue. I mean, like they were working around the clock. Yeah, constructing. The last, yeah, like they block off months. the streets. Yeah, they yeah. were racing in front of the resort we stayed at. That's sweet. <laughs> like, doesn't so make sense. We're, we were walking down that street, and then yeah. imagine if there's just a race. <laughs> oh, I did see a funny video. I don't know if you guys saw it, but, like, they essentially made it almost impossible for street viewers to watch. I saw something about and, that, too. And um, there was one thing that they didn't block off. It was escalators going up from one of the parts mm. that you can walk across, like, those bridges or whatever. Those are all blocked off. But yeah. there's this one escalator that people were just walking in circles because it goes <laughs> so high up you can see a, a good amount of the track and cars buzzing by and people were just riding the escalator the whole time <laughs> up and down oh. so super bowl's then in vegas too dude these guys yeah, got a lot go. going on there yeah they do a lot going on vegas man yeah it's I feel like it's popping off more than ever before and the mlb team confirmed right yep oakland athletics are moving there now in a year or two they got to build a baseball stadium. That's crazy. Actually crazy. But maybe they'll do it. Maybe they can con- convert the, uh, what is it, Allegiant Stadium? Yeah. The Raiders into a baseball field? Do a know. little duel. Both. both Because uh, otherwise they're going to need something. Like, like you That's said. That's what the A's did, too. They're going to need a indoor or outdoor facility. You can't watch baseball there in August when it's 120 yeah, degrees. True. True. I had a question getting back to the F1 thing. What what do you think, like, from a sporting standpoint is the most comparable for those, like, drivers? Like, what would you compare that to? Because it's not a physical sport. More mental, I would imagine. I was going to say golf. Oh, yeah, golf would be a good comparable sport. Yeah, I would say it is pretty mental. Just because, like, the science that goes into every little turn. And these guys memorize the tracks. They could drive it blindfolded it's like alex harnell honnell they get a free climber maybe they're free climbers convertible free climbers yeah i don't know yeah i think brain brain's the biggest component in f1 is nothing like that is it it's brain and science everything in your head relies so much on your machine yeah Yeah. which is 
Yeah, I would say yeah, climbing, golfing, that sort of thing would yeah, be. Yeah, you got to be fearless. Climbing is more physical though. <laughs> and to block out like we talked about the the grid party to block out all that noise and be like have a race in three minutes and mm-hmm. Shaq is standing next to me. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about being GMs before in our bonus segment that you guys can check out in the link in our bio. And we decided now we're going to be a little, we're going to try to be GMs of a celebrity hockey team. How would we build our celebrity hockey team? If we got to own the team and we are making the decisions. So we need three forwards, two D and a goalie and a coach. I think we need a coach. Okay. We need a celebrity coach. I like too. That. My question for this is, is it for like pure fame or no like ex for, like for like winning for winning like a good hot like a good pretty good hockey team okay that like a team actually let's do this a team that if us five were playing that team what would give us a good, pretty good game okay dang it's so hard <laughs> and then let's play against them and see yeah. if they'll do it so, so let's start who do we got so if we played against any celebrity I think we'd wipe the floor mm-hmm. yes first of all. Yes, easily. Because they can't skate. Odds are they can't <laughs> skate. Odds are high. So we're gonna we're gonna keep that into a little bit of thought. But someone, if we gave him a year to like learn how to play hockey, I think yeah, uh, let's give him a year of training. We'll give him a year of professional training with uh, NHL trainers and see what happens. I Kay. know my my first pick since he actually did play hockey, Justin Bieber. Yes, that was going to be a big one of is Justin Bieber on this team. So, and I've seen highlights. He knows this is, this is our team. We're the GMs. Let's say it's our team, okay, but okay. then at the flip side, we're playing yeah, them yeah. too. With Bieber, Frizz, what was your like reasoning other than he plays hockey? Like, where do you see him in the lineup? He's a forward. He's he looks center. like a crafty skill guy. Crafty skill guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so he's not getting gritty, but training. He'll, he'll be, be pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I think Bieber could First be a liner. he could be a superstar winger. Mm-hmm. Like a right winger. Yeah, I don't see him really being a being a captain, kind of a leader. Not going to be on the PK. Doesn't say mm-hmm. much in the locker. But I think he shows he, up. He could be a bit flashy and play. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Bieber. I would pro- Yeah, I'd have to put Bieber on the team. Yeah. He's probably got Get, some good locker room tunes as well. Probably a centerman <laughs> though. Hey. You think center? I feel I, like I did have. I don't know. I don't trust him in the D zone. Yeah, I don't think he's a good two way player either. I think he's just all show. I think all he's flash. flying down the wing. <laughs> He doesn't back check too hard, I heard. So, no, yep. we're out there. All right, he's one of the forward slots. I think that's fair. Kay. That's across the board. We can add Bieber. Should we, should we look for another forward, or should we go D now? Anyone, anyone. I think, uh, I think, th- this is going to be an interesting one. But I think we got, I think we got to have Jason Kelsey on the team. Mm. I, how can you not have that guy somewhere in the lineup? I feel like t- defenseman is his slot or goaltender. Yeah. So are we picking celebrity athletes then? As yes. Well? I wouldn't. So they can if you're only athletes, an athlete, but not hockey. Yeah, yeah. That's if you're fair, only that's an fair. athlete, I think it's not celebrity athlete. Those guys have their own. They're different than just athletes. So I think we can consider them celebrity, too. They just can't play hockey. I like. Right? I like Jason. I like Jason. Just uh, he'd be great in the locker room. I think he'd be a great leader. Great leader. I I don't trust his speed. I don't. Think I don't trust his speed. speed. He doesn't get that good uh, transition power. He's, he's got the footwork. He's a center in the NFL. He's got good footwork, so he could play D. But uh, goaltender? I don't know how he do with the puck. I don't know his hockey sense. Actually, he's I, smart. He's he, a center. He knows that's a, you got to be really smart to be a center. Yeah. In football, I'm just worried about his transition from forward to backwards. 
can I? He's, can he's, I, good, no, he's good starting from he just should be. Back He'll be on the bubble. He can be a bubble player. I'm going to put Jason. Jason's in the minors right now. Okay. Jason Kelsey's he's at tryouts, and he's a maybe. He's on the bubble right now. Okay. Well, clearly then we got to go to his brother Travis <sighs> as well because he, he could slot play. maybe power forward. You know, I think yeah. the Kelsey's played hockey too growing up. They did. Yep. They did. I'd be terrified. I'm a D-man. We're playing against this team. Guys, don't put me on the ice when Travis Kelsey dumps the puck in on me. Okay. Please. I'll be head checking. My shoulder checks will be need to be 100% because I'll be getting drilled. So you think he's like a, a third-line bruiser? Is that where you kind of – like who would you think – He's, he's going to be the Travis winger. He's going to be the winger on this line to free up Bieber and whoever we pick for bit. center. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of the tough Kelsey's guy for be Bieber. in front – so on the power like play, a, a Felino, like protecting Bedard, basically, or a Corey Perry. Yeah, kind of like a Jamie Ben. I would say Ryan Reeves. Oh, you think he's gonna be an enforcer? I do. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, be scary. To he play did say on his podcast that he loves the hockey fights. Yeah, but so. I don't know. I think if we're looking for a fighter, guys, we're kind of looking in the wrong direction. Like Travis Kelsey, like he's big and good, but we should be looking at like. Sylvester Stallone or Michael B. Jordan <laughs> or something. If we're looking for a fighter, see, I think <laughs> Sly. I think Rocky. I think Rocky. I think Rocky be a terrific coach. You want yeah. to be a Sly? I think coach. he would be too. Yeah. I think he'd be a great coach. Imagine Rocky's speech before the game. Lock him in. That is the best oh. coach signing. Sylvester Stallone is yeah. the coach. <laughs> Heck yes. I, uh, then that God, I, I'd run through a wall for Rocky. I do. I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Here but my we're not Sylvester. It has to be Rocky as the coach. Yeah. <laughs> Here are my thoughts on a goalie, just from sheer size. You guys mentioned him earlier. I think Shaq could be the brick wall. <laughs> Got to be a big absolute brick <laughs> wall. His up-downs up might be a little. He, doesn't, he could be down the whole time, and his, he's still yeah. a foot over the crossbar. How about, like, the rock, man? Mm, we brought rock, the rock I up. think the rock could be a, a power demon. This is a big Hip team. check. This is a big this team. This is a big team. Or like a John Cena. We need some speed, like some Tyreek Hill. We need another. We, we need a center here. <laughs> we do. Um, Justin Jefferson. What about an <laughs> MMA guy? Who from the MMA could be in this? Hmm. Sugar Sean. O'Malley. Sugar Sean might be decent. He could be a quick defenseman. I definitely think I could lay him out center ice pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of light, hey. Yeah. What about, hey, what about Tree this as really a center? Kick, can't really kick This guy punch. is a center. He's an actor, though. Miles Teller. I think that guy has, has the captaincy of great physique. Seems like he'd be good, speedy. He could be a, a good crafty center. guy. He could be yeah. a good center. So, we're, yeah, where are we at with our team right now? Well, we got Rocky as a coach, and I have only have Bieber and uh, Travis Kelsey as forwards right now. Yeah. We got Jason on the reserves. Okay, so Shaq. Do. I don't mind Shaq and Net. I think we can right. lock Shaq. Let's put Shaq and Net. Shaq and Net, for sure. We need a couple defensemen and a center. How about our, uh, Miles is on the bubble as well. Former, uh, what do you call that? Your alma mater, <laughs> El Marada. alma mater, uh-huh. alma mater, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That'll <laughs> <laughs> be back. All right, I got a I got a player fulfillment. Someone to put some points up. I do believe. We're either thinking offensive defenseman or we're thinking a kind of a, a disher to Biebs so he can put pucks in the net. But Josh Richards, mm. Josh Richards, he's uh, be like he's Adam got Fox. hockey, he's got hockey background. Yeah, I think we he throw knows him how to play. I think we throw him on the point. 
Yeah, I think I yeah. trust Quinn him. Hughes, I'm, I'm seeing Quinn, Quinn Hughes, Jack, or not Jack McCarr, Josh Richards. Josh Richards, yeah. McCarr kind of reminds me of a little Spurgeon back there, just a small defenseman. We'll give Josh Richards a D slot. Not okay. sure if he can skate backwards, but we'll find out when we play against him. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just typed, I typed, Googled uh, actors who played hockey, and it brought me to Elite Prospects. Steve Carell. Steve <laughs> oh, hockey yeah. He was a goalie. There he was we a go. Goalie. Adam Sandler played, too. He's a high school player. <laughs> the Sandman? The Sandman. Veteran? Veteran. Yeah, good veteran presence. We might, we might have uh-huh. a 20-man roster. <laughs> what else we got on here? You got Avril. Avril could be a... Michael J. Fox, he was a player. He would be pretty good. Keno. Evil Knievel. Oh, fearless. Oh. <laughs> fearless. Be a spitfire. There's some good ones. He's a fourth um, line grinder. Adam Sandler, he's, he's got a... Let's let's fill the slot in for, uh, you know, D partner for Josh. Yeah, we need a D partner. We're looking for a... Someone with a little bit of size. Someone yeah. with some size. A um, Not afraid to get hit with a puck. No, the guy that's going to stay back so he doesn't have to skate that well. Yeah, but he's got to be steady. Just a good puck mover, mainly. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Wahlberg, but he's kind of short, too. I don't really want him back there. Yeah, he is a little short. Can't have two tiny defensemen. Um, I got somebody. Weaver Wire. Weaver Wire. Weaver Wire. He was a, a stud a stud hockey player. MVP, most valuable primate. Jack the Chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. He was so good. Oh, yeah. MVP. What a movie. What about uh, for? Oh, I got one, boys. Here we go. How about the Hanson brothers? <laughs> Goon. Who's that actor in Goon? Sean William Scott. He'd Doug Glatt. Good. Doug Glatt would be good. Shorzy. I don't know. Now I'm thinking Adam Sandler would be g- good up the middle. He Happy could Gilmore. Be. He, he skates <laughs> in a lot of movies. Happy Gilmore is a wicked wrist or yeah. wicked slapper. Actually, I think Happy Gil- I think Happy Gilmore is D. D man. D man. Let's put him with Josh. The big, yeah. The big slap shot. Yeah. From the point. He's yeah. training he's that slap shot. He can take. He can block shots. And he can. Yeah. He can block shots. He has a really good slap shot. And I think the Sandman could be a good uh, some captain leader, or assistant. Captain some leadership too. for Josh as a younger guy as a D partner that helps. Plus, he'd keep the locker room light. Yeah. yeah. All right. We need a Funny we need guy. a starting here's, center. Here's one who could be a. We starting need an all star. Yeah. This guy. All-star. This guy is an all star, and he's a captain naturally. Captain America, Chris Evans. <laughs> oh, we could do a superhero. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, we do need a superhero. Right, you just opened team. up a whole new uh, door here. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Bale, Batman yeah. up this up the middle. We should save it. Save your uh, all time superhero starting five. Yeah, yeah we we'll save, save that, that for. One. Yeah, yeah I think we'll save that one. Who's Thor? Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking of. Chris he'd be, he'd be good for our superhero team. Yeah. Hmm. Who is going to be our starting center? This is the f- face of the franchise. Yeah. Leader. Yes. He's not afraid to to fight, score, play defense, block shots. I don't know. I we think need I, I, we need Taylor Swift. Yeah. How about, uh, how about, yeah, never mind. Come on, we need someone. Come on. We're struggling. We need to phone a friend. Johnny Depp, Will Smith. 
See, there's so many names. Leo? <laughs> <laughs> what about Leo or Jim Carrey? <laughs> Jim Carrey. Tom Hanks? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This is getting, Denzel would be a great leader. Drake? We have the Canadian connection up front. Drake and Biebs. Tom Cruise, Maverick. Will Ferrell. Not sure what kind of hockey skill these guys have, though. You yeah, know? I know, that's the tough part. I know. They're all good leaders. That's, that's the GM sense that we need. Yeah. We got these guys good we on paper? In here. <laughs> are they good on paper they look or are good they on just paper, good on the TV? Yeah. Which is a big thing oh, for us trying to find this you know, player. You know, I think we need we need a superstar used to the limelight, played at the world stage. Handle pressure. Handle lots of pressure. We need a Messi or Ronaldo up there. Yeah, Ooh, good, I like good that footwork. Call. Yeah. yeah, I like that call. Some athleticism. Mm-hmm. Good set of lungs on them. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Ronaldo or Messi. I think Messi. We put, we're putting Messi. I think Messi has Messi's our center. Has some potential. He's a star. Look at this team. List off the team. At coach behind the bench leading the boys is Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> As Rocky. Yes, sir. Not old man Sly, but young Rocky is mm -hmm. back there. And then on the wing, we got Justin Bieber. He'll be, uh, what's his role? He's just a crafty I skill. I think he's going to put the puck in a decent amount of points. Mm -hmm. He's got to put a on him on the PP. Yep. His other, uh, his other wing is Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. He's going to be a little bit grittier, kind of uh, free up his, his line mates because we got mm -hmm. Messi down the center who's going to be doing some incredible things that's a jack hughes yeah he's gonna be tough to play against he'll be uh i bet he's so fast yeah fast smart and skilled he is short but so they, we're gonna have to be physical against this team hockey's becoming a smaller game out that's there that's true now. that's true and then on d we have josh richards another canadian on the squad mm -hmm. he's got some uh, probably a hockey iq i think he could be a good teammate yeah and then our assistant captain and other veteran present is Adam the Sandman Sandler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wicked wrister. As Happy Gilmore, because if he's winding up that slapper, you beg it out of the lane. Oh, my. What a shot. <laughs> <laughs> you stay away from that. He drove the green. And then in net, we have Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> he's blocking everything. Brick wall. Yeah. And then we're playing against them. So I don't know. Where would he would, I'd be looking out for for sure. Kelsey would scare me. We're playing so we against got, the we squad. We got Cuddy, Cuddy lining up against Messi as the center. Frizz me, is going to get burnt. Yelly <laughs> will have to go against Bieber. I'll take Travis on the wing. And then Josh and Adam playing the D against Lawson and Frizz here. How are you scoring on Shaq? How are you boys? How are you forwards oh, putting goals? It's got to be like an NHL Easy. video game, just backdoor. No, no, it's, it's P off them. P. He's too big to be moving. Yeah, pass, pass off pad. Yep, pass off the pad. Yeah. Get, him get him the drop. Cuddy will be coming on the slot. Once we up set up rebound. Sandman for a 1T, he's not going to be wanting to get in front of those shots. <laughs> Sandman's on the other team. <laughs> or wait, yeah, that's right. Sandman's All on Shaq's team. Disregard that. But I feel bad for you guys at D because... And I guess center too, playing low in the Sandman's teeing I, one up. I guess we'll have to get Frizz doing some wrist curls. Get that one Someone's got to fight Kelsey. That's the only way to to break that team because the rest is just skill guys. As <laughs> soon as we we bring down their enforcer, 
So which one of us is lining up against Kelsey? <laughs> I think Frizz should. Let's <laughs> all take send, one for the team. Send and Frizz out there. The thing with uh, our advantage against Messi is, you know, he's a soccer player. He might flop a little bit. So we can get in his head pretty easily. After mm-hmm. the whistles, give him a few cross checks. Yeah, yeah. talky, talky rule, NHL rules, Messi. It's not FIFA. So yeah, we'll schedule the game maybe after Christmas. Oh, who's our coach? Our coach and our goalie. Um, I guess our goalie. Heffy. our Heffy goalie. would have to be our goalie. Cappy could be the coach. And Cappy's coaching. I think Cappy and Rocky might get into it across <laughs> through the glass. Uh-huh. Yeah, they would. That'd be a funny thing to see. Set this game up. Yeah. Let's make it happen. You know what it would take for that game to happen? Millions that would that would be the <laughs> the 10-year the 10-year thing that would happen on year 10 for things to get crazier and crazier would be the only thing that could top it in year 10 would probably be if we actually could play a game against this team that we just made up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know their rank. We'll have, we'll have it at MSG. Mhm. Definitely at the Garden. Under the lights. Well, Warm-ups will be interesting. <laughs> we're gonna be standing on the blue on the red line. We're not gonna touch a puck. Intimidating. Yeah, but then Rocky's <laughs> gonna jump the boards and start throwing sticks and chairs on the ice. I know Messi and Bieber will just be stick handling the corners, <laughs> and Richards will just be uh, will just be doing some walking the blue, some spins and stuff. And Sandler's probably <laughs> ripping his slapper at the boards. <laughs> Would you say he's doing a, a semicircle, skating around the boards, cut to the middle, mm-hmm. slapper? And Kelsey, Kelsey's throwing pucks to all the fans. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's not warming up either. Waving at fans. And Shaq, I don't know. Shaq will show up for game time. <laughs> he's the DJ. The <laughs> mid-game <Yeah>. DJ. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. I, that was actually really fun. We'll have to do a superhero one or different different yeah. categories. These yeah. are just, this is all-time celeb team that we want to put together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there's some people we missed too. Oh, yeah. Sure. We could put a 20-man 20, 20 roster, roster together. Yeah. And take them into battle against another group of celebrities. What if we set up a celebrity game with these names, with these type of names? That's what I'm saying. These are all A-listers. That's what I'm saying. That'd be awesome. That'd be so fun. <laughs> Find a way. We got, we got hey, Rocky, we need you behind the bench. Yeah. Who's another? But we could maybe. There might be a better coach in a movie. It's hard to replace that kind of guy. guy. Coach is a miracle. You know who played hockey? Like. Junior hockey, USHL, or maybe mm. no BCHL. Mm. Tim Riggins. Oh yeah. Tim oh Riggins. yeah. I, I think actually. I remember. I think his name's Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. Is his, act- his real name from yeah. uh, Friday Night Lights. He would be a good. Uh, a bunch he'd of be movies. a good. I think second, he'd, third liner. He'd be probably a better fit than Messi. When I was thinking, of, I f- remembered him because I was thinking, uh, what's the coach's name in that show? Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor would be a pretty dang good celebrity coach, too. Yeah. Yeah. You'd really get Shaq going on that. <laughs> Al Pacino. <laughs> inch by inch. That's who I was initially thinking, Al Pacino. But Rocky, man, that's the underdog story. Yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> and Rocky likes to go against, uh, he likes to go against, like, big uh, political opponents, you know, in all those movies. He's fighting. Ivan Drago yeah. during the during the Cold War and <laughs> yeah we gotta we gotta uh, we gotta work f- cut out for us playing these guys should we go to the the segments yeah let's play some games let's play some games I just want to keep building rosters 
Fun being, it's fun being. GMs. We gotta do cartoon characters too. That would be good too. I got a question. Do you think like a, a GM in the NHL is that a very stressful job, mm-hmm. or is it one of those jobs where it's like if you got a bad team, it's stressful, but if you're good, it's just so easy. Like a boss and GM for boss, and I feel like that they be an they easy have to job. think like years ahead. Yeah, structure everything out, and even like like Boston last year, their GM was probably so happy all year, and then they yeah. get bounced in the first round. Doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah, that'd be a cool job. All it means is you broke the regular season record and lost. Mm-hmm. Not Every, a good look. No one remembers that. <laughs> tough, tough look. No one remembers tough that look. stuff. You want me to start with this segment with the fan favorite? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so the the fan favorite this week, we talked about it a lot over our little Florida vacay. Um, I want to ask you guys if you could pick one timeshare spot for you, your family. To stay at, where would you go? And you that's the only spot you can go. Well you have to pick one vacation spot to always go to? Yep. Sheesh. Well, if you're talking family, then easy. Time sharing in Orlando. I think that's the most family stuff you could possibly do. Talking because Disney World's right there? Disney, Universal, the controversial Sea World, you name it. Universal <laughs> Sea World. <laughs> Wilford, where would you where would you I wanna take my family to the beach? I think having beach memories and ocean memories is cool for kids. Um I can't lock down a state or a beach, but stateside I would probably have to do like do like a St. Pete or uh, if we go even way further down, like Key West to get that island feel. Yeah. I think that would be pretty sweet. Key West is just on my bucket list, too. I really want to go there. I'm with Will. Got to have water at the beach for sure just to uh, – because you can have a pool and then you can have a beach, too. I think that's important. I um, think I would – I would. Th- this is tough. Europe would be great. But then you'd have to fly there, and getting there would be the biggest pain ever. So yeah, you I fly think family to Europe. Yeah, that would be tough. You'd only get there once a year. So I think I would go Naples, Florida. Love that beach when we went there. I think that was one of the best sand and water beaches mm-hmm. that I've ever been to. The water was like great temperature. So if we can get a spot somewhere along the Naples city area, not far from the beach, I'd lock that in for sure. I think we should. Uh, Next time we go on like a two, three day, like not really work vacation, you should take the gang to Naples. Never been. Just because it's like the cleanest city I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, it's so hard to pick a place that you haven't been to. Because I was going to ask you about Naples and how that was, but. My thing with Naples and the family is I don't I don't trust my kids' behavior at some of the restaurants. Is it pretty <laughs> fancy? Yeah. Could you want me to go? I don't or you know, guys. It? I think I'm gonna have to say the Clearwater area, just because mm-hmm. Tampa's so close, and we found that nice little spot mm-hmm. in Tampa, the meat meat market. Yeah, that was pretty fun. I might have to go the exact opposite of all you guys. The beach, like, it's cool, but it doesn't do it for me. Like, it's really unaccessible to do any sort of like, other than wading in the ocean. Like, I like a lake. I like having a boat. I like being able to like, water ski, tube, go fishing. Like, it's not really accessible there. So I'm going to a nice like lake whether it's minnesota wisconsin summers are good there it's not scorching hot you can't have a lake 
lake house. You're saying we can't have a lake. My yeah. answer, house my answer would, sure. would change. Yeah. You said condo. I just meant like a spot where you'd go vacation okay. in a sense. Best of both worlds, obviously, would be yeah. the three-hour away lake house, which is the weekend thing, right? And then you got the timeshare, which is your let's get a, let's get some During hot the weather, winter. yeah, yeah, spot to so, go. So I guess some, you're opening some doors here now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess I didn't. You uh, can do a timeshare enough. vacation place at like uh, like a ski resort too. Mm-hmm. There's also that option. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I'll have to. Have a better defined question for you guys. Next no, week. we just we just like no, to pick. You know, yeah. you know me, I, I need to know all the details of my capabilities. When we have hypothetical arguments. It's like every little question is fair. Yeah, everything's fair. You're, not, you're in the hot seat. Like, <laughs> yeah, but uh, can we go here? And is there a certain amount of rules or <laughs> times that we can go? How much stipend do you have <laughs> to spend? Oh, yeah. What are the airports like? <laughs> Cuddy, yep. you want to try stomp ups? Yeah, sure, we can go to Riddles. We'll do no bag hockey questions after. Bring it on. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. I'd Are you on a hot streak? Flipped them. I'm on a hot it. streak. Two. Stumped you guys the last two times. Four, four to two. two. Yeah, we're four to we're two. on a two-game losing streak right now. Two-game skid. Let's get out of yeah, this Yeah, I got rut. two good ones but he's here. Been finding this, he's been finding this website that's like genius level i know he thinks that this we're is a different website geniuses. I found. it's hard to find riddles online that are like not too hard and but easy enough but to are not too simple you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah like a lot of them are very simple yeah. let's hear it muchacho he's the simpler riddler okay this one's kind of like a kind of like one i've already said but it's different <laughs> great i don't remember your other ones i can fly but have no wings I cry but have no eyes. What am I? I think you're a cloud. Yeah. That makes sense. What do you guys think? Lock it in. Maybe we'll get two today. We're going to lock in cloud. Cloud is the correct answer. Yeah. 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 See, that was simple. That was kindergarten. Yeah. This is the other one I had. You don't know me yet. You always miss me when I'm gone. What am I? Time. Yep. Wow, mm, Frizz. Nice. We came to party. Knocking the Riddler down. Yeah. That's all I got for today. Riddler job, just got boys. put back in his place. It's like that. Give us two uh, points. Two snaps. We just got our two, two honks for two, our two points two back. Points. Good two point swing there. Wait, boys. Job. Well, now we got a couple of no bad hockey questions for you guys. Sweet. This one is about the rules of the game. Can someone explain to us, or can someone explain what offside is and how it works? I can see you looking at me, so I'm going to try. Offside is when there's two blue lines on the ice, kind of one for each team. Um, When you're heading towards your offensive zone and a player goes over the blue line before the puck does and then the puck crosses that is offside but there's different stipulations to the offside rule as there's delayed offsides which means if you're already in the zone and you dump the puck in you don't skate it across or you don't have possession you don't really have possession right then the players have to tag up to the blue line all Five players have to be on one side of the blue line before you can reattack the offensive zone. 
They do this so essentially they just don't have players uh, sitting on the other end of the ice the whole time, and you have to enter as a team and kind of makes it more smooth. Mm -hmm. That's why in roller hockey, you could just be wherever you wanted. There's no offside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or like the NBA too. Like you you could have a player on the other end, but there's like an advantage, disadvantage, all that kind of stuff. So that is offside. Yeah, Um, don't cross the line, the blue line, before the puck. Yep. It's kind of funny when you think about those rules. Like they they come very natural to us, and we don't think about it. But like, yeah. from a, like a a just like a fan or even someone new into hockey's perspective, I feel like that is like such like you got to think a lot when you're out there of like little things, just like a delayed offside. I do explain them. I, I specifically remember when I was younger, growing up, I was moving up to the level where offsides was becoming a thing, and my dad like sat me down and tried to explain it to me. Uh, uh, a dry erase that. board. Yeah, it was just like pen and paper, like. You can't cross until the puck goes. Like it was funny. <laughs> just remember, just remember that little snippet. Yeah, I got the hang of it. My dad forever hates, 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 hates when people go offside. Absolutely hates it. Literally, in our games or uh, other <laughs> games, he just thinks it's the most moronic thing you could do in hockey is go offside on someone. There That's are the- points in a game where. When you see an offside, you're like, this team is just not – they don't have it right now. There's obviously those sometimes very close, impossible things or the ref gets it wrong or something. Yeah. But, like, if you're just, like, getting way too, like, jumpy or you can't slow down for a second and and try and stay on side, then – Like a two-on – like a two-on-one and then the guy – you don't – you can see no him awareness. to the left of you, yeah. but you just try to cut the corner a little bit too much. Yeah. I, yeah, that also the, upsets The me. perfect example of this – of he's always hated it since growing up but like one time that he still never lives down was when i had the puck pretty much on a two-on-one and the goalie was pulled and the player with me went offside because he wanted to jump ahead and and try and maybe set like a two-on-one play even though the goalie was pulled and he went offside i would say that he came back and tied (laughs) <laughs> and we lost Jeez. the game. Oh, my god! Oh, he won yeah, the goal. Okay, as bad. you were saying. I would say that offsides, for, like, if it's your team that's offsides, that's, like, one of the whistles that the fans, your team, the coach, get the most upset about. I feel yep. like everyone is like, oh, you know. it's Especially like, if you change. Yeah. You get a, pulled off. It's, it's a, a mood killer. Or a, yeah. Whatever. What's the? Momentum. Momentum yeah. swinger for sure. And something that Trey – Dental King always roasted me about it, was calling it offsides. <laughs> yeah, it's offside. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. I always called it offsides, and I try to say offside now, but it's so. Offside. For twenty years, I said offsides. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny that you say that. Yeah. I don't know many people that do that. Say offsides. It's offside. Yeah. Yeah. I just always said offsides. Is there another ah, one? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we kind of talked about this a little bit on our uh, bonus segment. If you do enjoy the hockey talk, we go more in depth about. Uh, why they do this and where they just were but the nhl was just in sweden for the global series so now someone's named crosby's mom is actually wondering where should the nhl head next what country they were all they're in australia earlier they're just in sweden where to next it's a good question crosby's mom um i think that Ah, it's so hard because I'm sure they need to pick these locations that have it doable. Like Matthews, what did he say? Mexico City. 
Like, is that even possible? I doubt it. <laughs> like that? Yeah. I don't know. I man. think my, something that stuck out to me would be China. Because they do China would have be. a pro league there. Yeah. China would be cool. I think China would be cool. That is a good spot. I was going to say France. Yeah. yeah. Don't really know why. No, I do think those bigger European cities there that have the country team still is important. Because like, you have to have a rank to play in. Yeah, you need a team that plays internationally. You need a con- like a yes international hockey program for the team to go there. Mm-hmm. I don't think Mexico has hockey. No. That comp- like competes in the actual, what's it called, IHF? Yeah. You need I, someone I, in the IHF who's in these tournaments who's trying to make that tournament at the end of the NHL season. Yeah, I think so. the I think you wouldn't go wrong with England, with France, with Germany, um, any of those countries now. Was Sweden the first one off the map for mm-hmm. they've, they've had been, Europe? Yeah, they've been they've had global series before. But outside of Sweden, they were in other they may be countries there. Global series. NHL. I think Czech Republic would be cool. Yeah, I don't even know where they have all played so far. Me neither, man. Probably Ireland. Maybe that's one. That'd be cool. Belfast Giants. Scotland. Yeah. Any any of those teams. I think that's the answer to the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Sweet. Any other ones? Oh yeah. We got they lots. played in they played in Finland. They played in the Czech Republic. Yeah, they've only been to Sweden. Oh, here's one in Denmark. It's not the Globus the Premier Series, whatever that was. Yeah, they've only been to Finland, Sweden, Czech, Denmark. There was oh, Great Britain London. in 2007. Ooh, Tokyo? When was that? 98. Oh, wow. Yeah, Dang. that's okay. it. There's that's less cool. than 30 games that have ever been played out. Okay. Hmm. Here's a good one. Do teams have designated players who starts fights, or is it just random? I'm asking because it seems like the same players are always the ones who are fighting during games. I would say there's a little bit of both. There's some teams that have guys on the team to fight, and they know that their job is to fight. But in the game of hockey, you can go out ready for a game, going to play the game, have no intention of getting in a fight, like your Crosby or McDavid or any of us that played hockey something happens in the game ticks you off the wrong way it either gets you mad or there's a little bit of component of the unwritten rule of standing up for your teammate Mm -hmm. and i know when i was playing if my d partner got like rocked especially if it was dirty that's when i got into a fight so i wasn't planning on doing that (laughs) beforehand but like once that happened i was like okay i'm older that just happened i have to go stand up for my teammate and now i have to fight where Typically, I would never, I don't even want to do that. It's not even something that I look like. It kind of sucks when you don't want to fight, but you know you have to, according to the sticking up for your team thing. The code. The code. Um, That's when you get paired sometimes. You'll see some fights that are a little unevenly paired, and that's usually how it happens. It's like if you did something to Yelly right now, and Yelly was on my team, and I'm like the closest one to you, then it's my job to jump you. (laughs) <laughs> you're like look around hope you see someone skating in a little faster to jump you but if no one's there and if you don't do it then your teammates are like this guy don't have my back i would say that um the players on the team now that are so-called designated 
enforcers, fighters, whatever you'd call them. It's not like the old days where they, that's there. That was all they're really good at. The players nowadays, if you're the enforcer on the team, you're still like a contributor to the actual like team in a sense of like you're just a good player. Like you're able to score, make plays. It's not just like you're out there to hit and fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that whole concept of fighting, it's and you see it a lot. Um, there's been a few documentaries of just it being like a a dying like the dying breed of like the true so-called fighters in the game yeah it's the same in every sport too i mean in football they're trying to lay the law down a little bit more on head contacts mm-hmm. and illegal hits because if you watch some early 2000s football highlights holy it's like outlaws people yeah. are breaking ribs every game or yeah like that's insane same with the hockey there's a there's this one video that i remember watching it was like NHL hits compilation from like 2000 to 2010. Don Cherry. And it is <laughs> insane. Yeah. yeah. Don Cherry always put out the the hockey hit yeah. compilation. It is actually oh, insane. Like if you ever got hit that hard, I don't know how you're still playing. <laughs> yeah. Instant. Different breed. Times change. Yep. Hope they don't take fighting out. Yeah. Talk about I don't think they, I don't think they, that's even possible. There's no way that that would ever happen. We have to start in the... A different league, fights allowed. Yeah, fights allowed yeah. league. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's one more question. It was a little bit designated towards me, but uh, <laughs> some of you guys could uh, attest to it. You could, the other guys, not really. Basically, how do you stay positive uh, if you end up being traded or bounced around from team to team, which I obviously was a decent amount. Mm-hmm. You guys, not so much. Yelly, you moved to a couple teams. Um, my personal thing is just, like, being traded is two different things because, one, the team that you're on either doesn't need you, they just uh, maybe they need to shake up the whole thing, find someone else, but then you're also going to a team that wanted you and feel like you can go to – maybe a better role on the team, get more ice time. Maybe the team's even doing better. So it was always like bittersweet for me personally going to a different team. Uh, maybe a better friends on a new team mm-hmm. or maybe you're leaving a team that you really liked. But for the most part, I always felt my, uh, my situation leveled up a little bit. Every mm-hmm. team I went to. And add on to what Frizz said. Um, I always looked at it as like a, a new experience or a new just like journey being able i was in south dakota then i went to new jersey so just being able to see like different parts of the u.s was like really cool mm-hmm. so i looked at it just as a new experience to be able to see like different areas that i may not have been able to do if it wasn't for that opportunity i would say that uh i didn't get traded but when i left omaha to go to wisconsin and i didn't know where i was going right away but the the getting cut part or like the moment you know i don't know if you felt this frizz did it does it make you like when you got called into the office to get traded were you sad right off the bat like did it make you was it like a heart drop thing uh yeah oh yeah always a shock because like every time i never asked for a trade or wasn't like by the deadline or anything like that where i was kind of waiting it was always a random Maybe the team loses the night before or something, the weekend off, and you get called to come to the rink. And that was always, uh, it was always very random for me. Yeah, and that was like for me too. It was the biggest halt of life change 
because you're shifting schools. You've been there for two years. Love the people, my teammates, the city. And then just like that in hockey, you can like leave and go somewhere else. And I think overall, like the best way to deal with the, I think what you said of being positive is good. But my thing was just like, it's meant to be like, it is truly, there's nothing. Everything was out of your control of something like that, that can shift. And to know that like, it's meant to be, you're supposed to have moved on the time you had, enjoy it, be thankful for that. And then just know that your new experience, whatever that may be, is going to be just as good if not better that was the case for me looking back now i understand why it was a big deal then but obviously it turned out amazing which i'm thankful for now that it got to happen so Mm -hmm. it's cool like from the other point of view i didn't get traded either but you can tell in day one or two when someone gets traded to your team like if they're going to be a positive person to be around or if they're coming here still a little spiteful and they're angry and they kind of you can tell right away when someone comes in and they're open and excited for the new opportunity or if they come in and they demand certain things or just kind of don't try to make friends with anyone then it's like yeah yeah there's different definitely two sides of going to a new team like you can either be mad and angry about it and be a negative impact on your new team or you can be positive and thankful it was always you go i know for me like i never got traded either but i was always like at that age i was always so scared to get traded because i was like i wasn't like i was getting more comfortable as time went on so i was like as time went on i was just hoping not to get traded but looking back at it now i probably would have been completely fine with it Mm -hmm. if something did happen my biggest scare was i think i still think to this day that kenny our my junior coach pull a little prank or something on me but 20 year old year is the night there's the deadline night and the melville millionaires followed me on instagram (laughs) (laughs) and i like i was freaking it was like 7 p.m that was wild it's january i've been here for two years i've been second line center for two years and this team randomly follows me in a different league i was like this is super weird and i didn't do anything I was just waiting for Kenny to call me. He never called me, thank God. And then in the morning, I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. what's going on? And he's like, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> That's funny. Something for me that I always felt was just a little bit awkward was when I just said the final goodbye in the group chat to the boys. <laughs> and then before there's any reply, it just has left the chat. Yeah, That was a classic, a classic thing that I saw many guys do. Yeah, um, yep. yeah I think just the best part about it is just another door that opens and the amount of positives that come from being in a new city or being on a new team which I think now would apply to I can take that now and like even look at that through changing jobs or changing moving to different cities if you know we ever leave or if we ever have to go somewhere else um, separate ways whatever I think the same thing applies is like obviously we had amazing life experiences everything was awesome but the chance to like do something different to the new things that that can bring. There's never a scenario where I think you'd be disappointed in the new things, like a new opportunity would come forward. It's all perspective. Yeah. Just take it and run with it or you won't be a very happy person. For sure. Yeah. That's a good question. Thanks everyone. Thank you for the question. For the no bad hockey questions. 
feel free to drop these questions on our Instagram story, our Instagram post comments, and TikTok comments, because that's where we're checking them out. And we're looking forward to next week's. You betcha. And final thing, as you see, if you're watching, I am wearing my nice Christmas sweater today. Frizz is wearing his ugly Christmas sweater today. (laughs) And uh, we are about to go take some Christmas group family photos. And we will be sharing those with everybody that are everybody that signed up into our uh, bonus tier, which you can find in our bio. So we're going to be sending you guys a Christmas card. So check that out if you want. One of one. One of one. First ever. You guys have been asking for calendars. We decided to make it a little bit more festive. Going with the Christmas card. You betcha. Happy holidays, everybody. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to like, comment, share. Subscribe, and we really, we really hope you enjoyed the episode. Till next week, Cuddy, sign us out.